do you ever wonder what it really looks like to build a biblical home? Do you wonder what it looks like from the inside as you're living in that home? Those are a few questions we are going to tackle today as we continue our Summertime in the Psalms series by diving into Psalm 127. And actually, this is episode number 127, so I had to line it up that way. (laughs) Once I decided we're going to talk about this psalm and I realized the timing, I said, oh, Lord, you are good and you are fun. So this is episode 127 of the Love Your People Well podcast, and we're going to take a look at what it means and what it looks like to build a biblical home. Dive in with me, my friends, to Psalm 127, and let's find encouragement together. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, friends, I am excited to dive into this fun little psalm that helps us better see what a biblical home really looks like. And side note, you might hear some lawnmower action going on in the backyard because (laughs) uh, I get everything set up and I sit down. And of course, that's when people want to mow their lawns. So if you do hear that, just enjoy the sounds of summertime. That's what I will say. And um, I'll try to edit out what I can. (laughs) But we are diving in today to Psalm 127. Yes, it lines up to be episode 127, which I think is really fun. And it is coming on the tail end of our series earlier this year on Proverbs 14, verse 1, which was all about how a wise woman builds her home. So we are not going to rehash everything we talked about there. You can actually find, um, I'll, I'll put a link in the description here, or it's, you know, on the blog post, or it's a pretty recent podcast episode, um, what I called the ultimate guide to how a wise woman builds her home. So you can dive into all those details here. Today, we're going to find encouragement from Psalm 127. And I will remind you, of course, I'm a therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. That's my usual disclaimer. And I will remind you that this episode today is part of our Summertime in the Psalms series. And you can find all of those past episodes and all the future episodes over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash psalms, which is P-S-A-L-M-S. So with all of that in mind, let's take a look at this short psalm together. I'm going to go ahead and read it. It is just five verses, and then we will talk through what we learn from this psalm and my personal takeaway when I ask the question, okay, what do I learn about my family, my home life from Psalm 127? Okay, starting in verse one, and this is from the NIV. It says, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. 
unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Well, this psalm starts with a pretty famous verse, which I think gives us that that bare bones framework for what does it mean to build a biblical home? What does a biblical home look like? It looks like a, a home, a house, a family that is led by the Lord. It says, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. And oh my goodness, how true this is for us. I mean, okay, I'm not going to talk for you. I'll talk for myself and everyone I've ever had a counseling session with and all of my friends. So probably you too. It is so different to engage with our husbands or parent our children or just go about life when we are letting the Lord lead us. And again, you can find a lot of details here um, in our ultimate guide on how a wise woman builds her home. Um, Of course, that is a great resource for you. And like I said, I'm not going to dig into all those details. That conclusion episode was number 124. And you can find it on the blog as well. um, If you want to go back into some of the details there, But the number one thing we see here about a biblical home is that it is a home built by the Lord. And of course, when we think biblical home, well, that's coming from the Bible. God gave us his word in scripture, in the Bible, and that is our foundation for knowing him, relating with him, getting wisdom from him. And as we live that out, As we, as Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, um, in the Gospel of Matthew, he talks about building our house on a rock, building our house on the rock that is Christ by following his commands, by abiding in him. That is a biblical home. It is a home life. It is a family life that is built on relationship with the Lord and obedience to the Lord. And that is right there in verse one of this psalm. And it goes on then um, also to talk about the Lord watching over the city. Now, you could maybe debate or argue all day long about your neighborhood, your city, your state, your country. Are they led by the Lord or not? You can't control those things. But I think we can apply this to our family within the church. Now, that's not a city. I'm not saying that's what Psalm 127 was specifically talking about. Of course, that was a psalm written to the nation of Israel. So there was more connection there spiritually. Um, But we need to be a part, our individual little families need to be a part of the bigger family of God, a local church that is also built by the Lord, grounded on his word, his gospel, obedience to him. And then in in verse two here, it continues on. Um, It says, in vain, you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, 
for God grants sleep to those he loves. Let me just add a side note here. He is not saying if you struggle with insomnia, that that's because of sin in your life or something like that. Um, I think this verse is really highlighting for us that as wives and mothers raising and building up and enjoying a biblical home, we don't need to be stressing that my effort, my actions control what food we have or don't have, what retirement account safety net we have or don't have. We need to be smart and intentional and wise in how we work and gather resources and use those resources. But ultimately, those resources are provided by God. We rise early and stay up late in vain when we're trying to do it ourselves and we're not trusting God to be the one to lead us and provide for our family. And so I definitely do not think this is a verse saying, oh, in a biblical home, you don't need to work hard or everything's going to be easy all the time. Or of course, you're going to be wealthy and happy and healthy. It's not saying that. It's saying that as you rise early or stay up late, as you toil, as you work, you need to rest in that. You need to be able to sleep at the end of that, whether you think you did awesome or you did, you know, you really struggled today. Either way, you're trusting in God. You're not trusting in yourself. And then um, verses three through five, closing out this psalm, it gives a really strong focus on children. And a biblical home, most likely, will include children. Now, I personally have struggled with infertility for many years. And it does not mean that I was not living in a biblical home because we did not have children. (laughs) Um, There are people, you know, there are all sorts of things people will say in the church, thinking that they are interpreting scripture correctly. But it is definitely a biblical reality that the Lord gives children as a blessing. It says that right here in verse three, they are a reward. They are a heritage. Verse five, they are a blessing. Children are a blessing, but they are not the defining point of if you do or do not have a biblical home or a godly family. Most Christian families will have children because the Lord tells us right there in Genesis 1, be fruitful and multiply. And he never comes back and says, just kidding, now that Jesus came, you don't need to do that. The Lord wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to raise and disciple new Christians to grow up and then live out verse 4 here to be arrows in the hands of a warrior, to be sent out into the world as Christ-honoring, God-fearing men and women who are going to form their own biblical homes based on the word of God and make a difference in this world for the glory of God. So absolutely, I think this psalm is very clear that children are a blessing, that they are a reward, and that we parent them with a purpose in mind. It's not just about enjoying our kids and our family. It's not just about getting those cute little pictures that you can post on Instagram. It's not just about having someone to take care of you when you're old. It's about raising up the next generation of Christians. And 
And there's a lot that can be said about that. Um, If you want us to have more conversations about, you know, children as a reward, children as arrows in our hands, and just, you know, all the different elements of parenting, we have a lot of topics that we already cover and that we will continue to cover about parenting. But if there's a specific one in there that you're like, man, I really struggle with this, or have this question, or I would really love to dive deeper into this topic, let me know. I would love to hear from you. I would love to um, get that email from you, or you can leave a review for the show and say, oh, I, you know, this is what I think about the show. Would you talk about this? I would love to get that feedback because there's so much that could be said about children as a blessing, as a, a central component, but not the central component of a biblical home and a godly family. And I really appreciate these closing verses here, verses four and five. And again, they're speaking to children and the place that they have in a biblical home. But just that reminder that ultimately my goal as a mom is to raise children that I'm going to send out. (laughs) They're not going to stay in my house forever. They are arrows in the hands of a warrior. And there is plenty in scripture especially in the New Testament, about um, Christians serving Christ, serving King Jesus as soldiers in a way. Ephesians 6 has a very famous passage about putting on our spiritual armor. The book of Revelation has a lot to say about the battles between good and evil. Like Christianity is not a picnic in a park full of roses and daisies. Christianity is not the easy road. It's the narrow path. It's about dying to ourselves. It's about living in a world that will hate us and persecute us because we are living for God. You can find that all throughout scripture, especially in the New Testament. And it gives me a lot of peace and purpose as a mom to think that that is ultimately why the Lord has given me children. Yes, I want to enjoy them. We have about 5 million photos of them. (laughs) Like there's a lot of fun and joy that comes from parenting, but it does have a purpose. And that purpose is not my ultimate enjoyment. The purpose is to raise them up to know and follow Christ and then send them out to make whatever impact it is to live out in full the purpose God has for them so that they can make a difference and they can then go out and form their family and do the things God has called them to. And I really like there in verse five um, that it it really highlights (laughs) uh, the short-term problem, comparing that with the long-lasting impact of children in a biblical home. I mean, it says, blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them, full of children. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Now, I am not a, you know, biblical scholar that I have studied about like the judicial system in ancient Israel. I don't know about all of that. Um, But I do know that contending with an opponent in court is very emotional And it consumes our thoughts and there can be a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry and a lot of prayer. And yet it is a short-term problem. It is not 
the big picture of our life, but it can feel like the big picture in the moment when it's happening. However, this psalm is reminding us here in verse 5 that the true impact that this man has, the identity-forming, long-lasting impact that this man has, is not what happens in court. That is the short term. The long term, the bigger impact, is the family he is raising, the biblical home that he is cultivating. And I'm saying him because the psalmist, um, as far as we know, all the psalmists were men. Um, But of course, most of our community here at Love Your People Well, we are women, moms and wives. And we are also blessed with a quiver full of children that we are raising to send out to serve Christ. The short-term stressors and worries and problems, they matter. We need to deal with them. We need to pray about them. But they are not nearly as important or impactful as the long-term, the bigger picture, which is our family life. We don't want to be so distracted by the problems of this moment that we are missing out on the opportunities we have to plant seeds and water those seeds and disciple and care for and raise our family. And so I think the number one takeaway that I personally see here as I read Psalm 127 and I consider, okay, how can I build a biblical home? How can I raise and enjoy a godly family life? Ultimately, I think this Psalm reminds us that God is in control And yes, I want to do my part. There is work to be done. There are things that God expects me to do as a wife. There are things he expects me to do as a mom. There are things he expects me to do simply as a Christian, as a woman, as as a friend and a neighbor and a podcast host and all the different things in my life. Of course, my family and my home is the number one part of that. And I do have work to do. I have responsibilities. But ultimately... God is in control and he gives us a family. He grows our family. He builds us a home, a biblical home, so that we can raise up the next generation, so that we can be a light in a dark world and we can send our children out as arrows, aim, ready, fire. We can send them out to make a difference. And so I hope, my friend, that that is an encouragement for you Um, in our Patreon community this week on our private podcast, the Faith Fiverr Club private podcast, which you are always welcome to join over at the Patreon community. We are going to pray through this psalm together. Um, And as I said, hop back over to episode 124 just a few weeks ago or pop over to the blog. Um, I will put a link in the description for this episode and dive deeper into that bigger series that we did around how a wise woman builds her home. But only do that with the umbrella over it, the reality check in it all, that yes, we want to do all these things, but ultimately God is in control. And every moment of family life, whether we're enjoying it or struggling through it, every moment is a blessing from him and needs to be led by him. So my friends, grab some of those earlier resources, head over to loveyourpeoplewell.com to grab your freebies or look through our devotionals or find some of those older 
podcast episodes and blog posts. Um, Join us in the Patreon community. That is a great way to support the show and get some fun extra perks. Um, And we will be back next week continuing on. Let's see. Next week, we are going to take a look at Psalm. uh, Oh, good ones. Psalms 42 and 43. Um, And we're going to take a look at some really heavy and hard emotions. So we're going to close out our Summertime in the Psalms series next week. Um, And that's going to be a good one. And it's going to kick off a little series looking at some of the hard emotions we all deal with in this broken world and in our um, sometimes difficult personal lives. And so um, make sure to subscribe to the show. If you haven't done that yet, you just hit that little plus sign up at the top and it'll add this podcast into your library. So you don't have to think about it. It'll just pop right back up there. Next week is going to be a really good one looking at Psalms 42 and 43 and issues like depression and hard emotions and how scripture encourages us and challenges us and leads us through the hard emotions that come with every part of life, but definitely also with family life, because this can be hard and messy and difficult. But as we just saw in Psalm 127, it is all in the Lord's hands and praise be to God for it. So um, subscribe to the show, grab those resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com and join me back next week to continue our summertime in the Psalms series. All right, friend, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.